Welcome to Psychic Sisters. We are two souls on a mission to demystify what it means to be psychic. I'm Gabrielle and this is my soul sister Cass. And if you're ready to understand what being psychic really means, come join us weekly because psychicness isn't out of this world, it's grounded in ourselves. And honestly, we are so sick of the lies, the misconceptions and the misconstrued nature of what they say it is. So come learn the truth with us and let yourself be psychic. Hello, my loves, and welcome to this week's episode. I'm so grateful you can join me. I'm Gabrielle, and I'm one of the Soul Sisters on this episode. So I'm here with Cass, but I'm speaking to you first because I'm bringing up the goods I came up with this week's episode. <laughs> you can always tell that by who intros. <laughs> but um, I really wanted to speak into the fact that so many people don't trust their intuition. And the reason I want to speak into this is I'm currently seeing it put through my records training. I'm seeing it through my nine-month mentorship girls. I'm seeing it through people who are healers and coaches coming to me saying, hey, I have no trust in my intuition or in myself at some level. So we really wanted to create a podcast where we can help Mm. you dive into those shadow self aspects and emerge in the light so you can have a little bit more trust. So... We're going to walk you through a few of those steps and what we've been on this journey. And it's normal to have a little bit of fear pop up and a little bit of misfaith, like not enough faith. Mm -hmm. That wasn't really clear. But it's not normal to have this happen on a daily basis. So I'd love to hear your kind of journey with this cast. Yeah, I think that, and we were just sort of obviously discussing before we jumped on, like uh, if you're not trusting your intuition, then that trust or that mistrust is obviously playing out in other areas of your life. Everything is connected. And so, you know, I, I when we sort of discussed this, I'm thinking a lot of people are probably not just not trusting their intuition. They're not trusting their higher self. They're not trusting their guides, you know, kind of just blanketing all of this into the one sort of realm of obviously being able to trust anything outside of yourself. So I think that constantly for me, really checking in with myself and my body, like I always really like to come back to my body and really trusting that if I feel like I can't trust something outside of myself, if that makes sense. Mm. So like if you, for example, like do you trust like you'll wake up today, you'll do the things that you need to get done. Like that Mm. is like a, surface level trust but Mm. you're saying specifically to your body right so can you explain that a little bit deeper yeah so like obviously i'm like a huge lover of human design right and so i really try and operate my life moment to moment by using my strategy and authority which i always speak to my clients or people that i do readings for with human design is like human design basically offers us our body's intuition right And so I'm constantly checking in with how my body is responding. If I can't feel like I can trust my, my mind, my intuition, then I know that my body, if I can drop into it enough at any moment is going to give me the answers. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I guess that in itself is like a layer of trust, right? You have to learn to trust in your body and your intuition. And like, I'm going to be real frank with you guys that 
I've witnessed a world in where most people can't even trust another human being, let alone Mm. themselves. Like we do live in this world where there is no perceived sense of safety. And this is why this is such a big episode that I really wanted to speak into to ask yourself, do you trust yourself? There will be levels of trust. You trust yourself to turn up to work. You trust yourself to do your job. You trust yourself to wash the dishes. You trust yourself. But how can you trust make that trust deeper in yourself Mm. like we all need to make sure that we're actively playing a role in our life we're actively going hey how am i currently not showing up for myself and that may be x y or z but life is about then going holy shit let's implement strategies let's make sure i'm feeling safe loved and secure in all aspects of my life like that's the only role as a human is to make ourselves feel as safe as possible and to do the best we can with all we have. And I think we've gotten really lost in this idea of no one's teaching us to make us feel safe and loved and supported and cared for. So we're all blaming everyone else. Like, that person didn't Mm. show up for me. This person's late. I can't do my job because of Judy and admin. Like, like, hey, Judy and admin, why isn't this done? How can we help each other? Like, Let's actually start open communication because the level of communication we have with ourselves about the things we think is the level of communication we have with other people in our life. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, we can go deeper with this and recognize. <laughs> I think we're real deep. We're really deep. I'm just all I'm hearing, like what I'm really resonating there, is the fact that like everything and everyone that we interact with is just a mirror. For us because we are obviously all just one and so you can't trust anyone else in your life if you cannot trust yourself and this is why building that trust within yourself is so so important because you're going to be less frustrated and come up against less blocks oh you know judy in admin couldn't but just, <laughs> I love judy. just judy just fucking judy like judy from admin you know wasn't supporting me like as soon as sort of gabby said that it's like well i'd be questioning this person of how haven't you been supporting yourself today because she's just mirroring back your own behavior to you right yeah and so just really learning to uh, again this is like the self-reflection guys this is deep work you know maybe if you're kind of really really just diving into any type of like personal development, spiritual work, whatever, you might not feel comfortable with having a, you know, literal or symbolic mirror shoved in your face. Uh, But the fact is, is that if you are struggling to trust yourself, then there's probably a lot of people around you that you can't trust either. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I think if I give you guys an analogy, if you can, and you are willing, close your eyes for me, because the biggest thing is, imagine in front of you is six mirrors, right? And I want you to step up to that mirror and go, I'm currently blaming this person in my life for this shortcoming. And now I actually want you to imagine you step into the mirror and you become that person. A, That may be that person is trying to protect themselves. B, they have no idea how to help or serve you. C, they have no idea what your needs, expectations and wants are. So they don't know how to show up for you because you've never voiced them. Mm. So it's really important that we start to have these metaphorical mirrors in our life be the point of that person didn't understand me because of 
they probably feel unsafe. They don't mm. have enough money. They don't have the the thing of freedom like I want. They actually aren't happy either. Mm. And when we start to even ask ourselves that basic question of are we happy, we realize the level of caliber we have in the people in our life because we are the equivalent of the five people we spend the most time with. Like, whew, we've really got to ask ourselves these questions and see how everyone's showing up because they're just reflecting us back on a deeper level. And like, I know a lot of my community struggle to have a consistent practice, right? Mm. And, like, I have to look at that in myself and go, where am I not showing up for myself in that? Because those that community is my aspect of the five people I spend the most time with, right? So I'm always trying to improve and grow and nurture myself in a way that my morning practice is just to make me feel good. It's actually a place for me to see my shadow. Mm. Because this concept of shadow work, I hate the work. Let's drop it. Because we all walk side by side with our shadow. Every day the sun is up, you have a shadow and she is walking with you. She is not asking you to do work. She is asking you to live with her, to see her, to witness her, to have fun with her, to pull funny faces so she gets to pull funny faces too. She just wants to be actually acknowledged. We can't just be like, I'm so grateful for my life and you're actually not. Like, we have to cut our bullshit. We have to step into our sadness. We have to feel it all so we can heal it all because in the pain is the medicine. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like integrating the shadow rather than... Because I agree. Like, I think I probably reference it more so about integrating the shadow. I know you're just talking about, obviously, you know, your morning practice, which obviously is, like, something that I... You're so big on. I'm so big on, like, my morning practice. It's, like, it is a ritual for me. I hate calling it a morning routine. Um, I do like to call it a morning practice or a morning ritual because it really is like that. Gabby watches me every morning. It's, like, a really, really sacred time, but she watches me journal for, you know, eight, like, I can journal a minimum of, like, an A4 page a day. And a lot of the time, like, I'm diving into shadow aspects, things that happened you know, the day before, or even just dreams that I'm interpreting as messages. And like, I'm constantly doing the work and actually looking into myself. Something really weird's happening with my vision right now. Um, and allowing, what am I not seeing clearly? yeah, what am I not seeing clearly <laughs> right now? <laughs> um, but you know, I, you can't be afraid, I think. And I think that's what a lot of people are, that, that they're afraid of to themselves. of themselves, right? And if you're afraid of yourself in some aspect, then how can you... Because <laughs> let's use this analogy. If you're afraid of someone, you're not going to trust that person. So how can you trust yourself if you're afraid of yourself? Yeah. And that's where most people get to, right? I finally meditated for 45 minutes. One of my clients messaged me that this morning. And I was like, holy fuck, you sat with yourself for a whole 45 minutes. And I was like, holy shit, like... This is so big for her. Mm. And I know that's a relatable concept for you guys because what are you afraid of sitting still? Why? Because you don't like your thoughts. Why? Because you don't feel in control of them. Why? Because you feel like you're not in control of your life when the reality is where God's broken down into minuscule parts, rolling Mm. around as God or goddesses, meaning, meaning, (laughs) meant to be in control. Mm. I'm really doing the dyslexic great. Love stuttering it. day here. So I obviously spoke about before about how in in terms of trusting myself. And again, like I really want to share the fact that me really being connected to my body is a relatively new thing because I was disconnected from feelings, emotions, and just the sensations in my body for many, many years due to life and upbringing and trauma. But 
I obviously work with that now and, and really connect with myself using the modality of, of human design to guide my life and to learn to trust myself in that way. But what do you feel like has been a really big game changer for you? Um, honestly, if you guys Google Abraham Hicks vibrational mm. scale, mm. I'm really, this is where Cass and I really separate in our practices because she's really logical, must journal. I'm really emotional. So like, like I don't have enough emotional face modes to express the emotions I constantly feel. Mm. Um, so like everything for me is guided by my emotions and when an emotion arises, it's just a river in my body that I'm meant to deal with. And most people don't deal with their emotions, mm. right? So I spend most of my morning trying to figure out how I feel in a similar way to you. But generally, like this morning, I did my journaling whilst exercising. And like I was feeling into my body and moving mm. and shifting. And then I ended up breaking instead of working out. But I was like in it like I was doing it and then at some point I was doing a rage release and I was like hitting my pillow against it I didn't know if you guys could hear me but I was like full going for it and I was like and before this this morning when you guys woke up I was like screaming yeah but I was meditating I was just releasing there was just something in there my solar plexus didn't feel good that morning right so like I do a lot of physical release like Mm. and feeling into and I have that deep trust with my body and my energetics but It comes back to, I built my relationship. I can remember about three years ago, I was in a similar place to where my client was today and like, I'm going to sit. I have nothing I actually have to do other than befriend myself. And I sat there with my wardrobe mirror, which was like a whiteboard. Like it was a big. Anyways, I remember at one point I was like, oh, there's not enough room on the whiteboard because I was just distracting myself by writing bullshit. Anyway, so I had to go get a chair to stand up the top to write on the whiteboard. And I was like, I am not befriending myself here right now. I was just distracting myself, mm. right? And I remember in that moment when the whiteboard was full, there was nowhere else to write, I just sat there and I cried and cried and cried and cried and cried because I wasn't in a place where I felt good enough and I had to admit that to myself, that everything I was doing was trying to cover up the fact that I was unhappy. Mm. And we all have those days and they get to then eventually morph into just a little season, like a seven day feeling or then a two minute feeling or whatever. Like our journey of our emotional self is such a big journey. And I really have a lot of faith in my emotions. And I think my biggest trust point is having an emotional library. Like there's over 180 emotions, Mm. right? Like I'm really big on like the emotional wheel. If you've never looked at it, please go and look at it um it's a really big thing like in this moment i'm feeling slight anxiety is this answering the question like and that's the honest truth like just because we're on this side doesn't mean we don't feel things or have imposter syndrome it just means we actually get to work through it in the space of a morning like i did a post the other day i was like by 10 a.m i'd had like seven things happen Mm. i was like have an emotional breakdown and then i still got up went to work felt great moved my energy got shit done yeah then continue to feel that evening right Mm. on a whole different level because the day moves we're meant to be triggered no matter if we spill the milk or not like we all have feelings and to me my feelings are my true north yeah see this like i love the difference Hmm. there could be a better word there but obviously 
you can feel into and, and trust your feelings so much. Whereas I break everything down as sort of you were saying, like on a very logical space. Like for me, my morning practice is about going into my mind. Yes, absolutely. I'm connecting with my body, but I need to trust what I'm thinking because I know that that's always affecting how I'm feeling, right? Mm, right? And my feelings affect my thoughts. Correct, yeah. So this is probably a really good thing for you to for you guys to really understand is like we're two completely different people. I think that's why, A, we get along so well and, B, we really wanted to do this, you know, topics like this because we do really come from life in two very, very different ways. So... I do have to journal for at least an A4 page a day, like as a minimum, just to process through my thoughts to be able to acknowledge the feelings and process everything because my mind is so active that if I don't, it becomes chaos in my life. Like it's chaos if I don't process through that. Sometimes I just have to write things out that I'm thinking so that I can just literally, and I, this is how I explain it to my clients. It's like, think about the thoughts in your head as being... Uh, energy right and the process of actually getting it out onto the paper allows that energy to be transmuted out of your physical being onto the paper and then pushed away like that's how I imagine my journaling practice is and then that gives me space to reconnect in with my body it's through these practices that Gabby and I are sharing that we do build this trust because we're actually looking and reflecting on ourselves like we're not living a life that's on autopilot where we just wake up and, um, you know, give ourselves 10 minutes, then go to work, right? Like we're actually proactively doing stuff for ourselves. You know, we build that love for ourselves and our, and our practices. And yeah, because yeah, right? like, I'm going to give you an example of like my old self daily life, mm. right? 6am alarm goes off, jump out of bed, run to the gym, run to the gym because I had never felt good enough. Mm. right then run to work to a job that I hated which I felt was helping people because I had to help people because I didn't help myself Mm. and this is a really big call to action to all those people who feel they're here to help other people you have a wounded healer concept and I'm saying this really politely but in a way of like a call to action drop in my dm if this is you like let's talk about it because no one should be serving from a place of I'm not good enough Mm. Right. And then we like I would go to work, be at work, boss everyone around, boss myself around, be exhausted, drink caffeine, then get home, go back to the gym, call my parents that triggered me, cry about it, call my friends, ask for support, never feel supported, then be more triggered, then deal with my partner at the time who was just triggering as fuck and being in a relationship because I thought love was worth the pain. Not because I was loved, not because I was safe, not because I was held, and not because anything great was happening. Mm. And then go to bed. My question to you in listening to that and really relating it to this more so is like through that whole process, like who could you trust within that day? No one, because I couldn't (laughs) trust myself. Yeah, right. And so uh, what do you think the journey was like? Like, obviously, for you, really, moving into where you are now, like, it's been about trusting yourself. And through that process, this is what you guys need to realize, right? Again, Gabby and I spoke about the fact that, you know, everyone's just mirrors and then we are just godlike and goddesses who have just um, 
plucked themselves down here, right? But, you know, this whole trusting yourself will come like first and foremost by trusting yourself. And then what you'll be able to do is create, manifest, magnetize these trustworthy people to you. And those who aren't trustworthy will leave. leave. The one thing that I think so many people get scared about is I don't want to become the next version of me. I don't want to be better because then I Mm. lose people. Mm. Then things change. What if things remain the same, baby girl? Mm. Like the biggest thing for me was I hated journaling. So I never did that. Um, I'm a voice memoer Mm -hmm. or a thought processor. Mm -hmm. Um, I do journal now a lot more. Love it. It's just, it was really serendipitous this morning. Storm, Cass, and I were all journaling quietly, and I wanted to talk, but they were journaling, so I just shut myself up um, and processed the sadness of that. Mm. Um, but, like, we sound really odd because we're here talking about deep things that people don't want to deal with. Yeah. Like, when people say, I should journal, it's because they feel like they're inadequate. We're telling you to journal so you already feel what you're feeling right Mm. not because you should do it but because holy fuck i want to trust myself yeah like life is just you discerning a choice if you're happy with it or not happy with it it actually doesn't matter because you're gonna have to choose something at the end of the day you're going to either build faith that you like pick the right things or not that doesn't make you wrong right or inadequate It's about discerning if you actually want to live a life where it's easy to make choices and decisions and have trust and feel supported and loved and not alone. That's really the question. And Mm. if that's the step you want to take, start Googling some journal prompts, start meditating, find someone to support you because like at the end of the day, like we live in a world where there's so many people you can connect to for support. Like if you don't trust yourself How are you going to trust that you're ever going to have a practice? How are you going to trust anything? This is where it comes back to, I know I've said it a million times, you have to lean on someone else's faith Mm. to have that be built, right? Even if it's just through this podcast that I have faith that one day you will trust yourself, Mm. your intuition and your life, right? But that all stems back to whether you feel you can trust yourself to get up in the morning and make good decisions for yourself. And as well, not only is it can you trust yourself, but do you love yourself enough to do that? Like, I do feel like that's an aspect that we haven't even spoken about is like, you know, not just, not just doing this from a place of feeling like you need to, but like you get to, and it's something that you know is going to benefit you. And even just talking about the journaling and the meditating, it's like, it's a bit of a pet peeve of mine when I'm working with someone and, and it's like, oh, they haven't journaled or meditated in like five, six days and their life starts falling apart. They're like, fuck, better do my practices. It's like, well... Not that you may have avoided the breakdown if you'd been doing the practices, but it definitely helps to be consistently doing it, not just doing it because you feel like you now need to fix something, right? But I also feel like that's the start of the journey, sadly. Like, Mm. you have to do it because you're fixing something. Yeah. Self-love is a byproduct to me, like, and Mm. that's been my journey. Like, I'm okay now to be like so many things in my life like I shouldn't do that not because I don't want to but because I have the self-love not to yeah right it's really something that's a catalyst of people fixing something because generally like 
and this is really going to hit home for a few people. If you're miserable, you're miserable. Not because you don't have self-love, but because you don't have self-trust that you're going to wake up and do something different. Mm. You're stuck in a cycle. Mm. You've been hurting yourself over and over, pushing yourself to go to the gym, binge eating. You've been crying and hiding it. You've been doing all the things and pushing every person away who has some morse of self-love because it's not the love you wanted. Mm. Because people are... People are hurt. People don't know how to give you what you need if you don't know how to give yourself what you need because that's what you're reflecting in your life. Yeah. And from that point to having self-love for me, I can tell you it was a five-year journey. Mm. Yeah, it's not going to happen overnight, right? And it's going to be something that you're probably going to consistently struggle with. Like, I obviously had the realization, I'm happy to share this, but, like, self-love was something that I worked really, really hard on three years ago and I realized that it's something that I've really lost and definitely in the last like 12 months and so it's really coming back to that and knowing that it's okay if we stumble and fall down um because no one's fucking perfect and you just have to be willing to face the facts that you're not perfect you're going to make mistakes and really asking yourself are you worth the pain of you know pushing on, continuing on, or do you want to just stay wherever you're at, being miserable, hating life, or do you actually want to, you know, change? And can you trust yourself? Back to the trust. Like, can you trust yourself enough that, you know, by making an investment in yourself and your future, that you're actually going to show up for yourself tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that? Because I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. Yeah, and I think by highlighting and illustrating that the reason we're in this industry, we're in this industry is because we both met someone who made us... Well, for me personally, I'm going to speak to you. I met someone who made me do the things. Yeah, 100%. Right? And then I got in the position where I was a PT, so I just had to do the things. And then I had a better PT who was, like, pushing me through to do the things. And I'm like, this isn't even related to spirituality. This is related to my one of my previous careers, right? Mm. But it is hard to make yourself do things, things you don't want to do that you know will benefit you. If we lived in a healthy society, we would see that we're not treating dis-ease... We're, we're creating health. Mm-hmm. We're currently treating the cancer instead of preventing it. The things we're talking about is letting go of the socio-normal activity of pain. Yeah. Because we actually live in a pain world. Like, yeah. everything is a problem. We all don't want to go to work, but we're doing it. And no one's saying any, like, anything, right? No one's actually admitting they're hurt and they're doing it and living a life they don't want to be in. No one's actually going... Why are we eating Maccas and why is it so cheap? And why mm. is it there is no lettuce on the shelf, <laughs> right? Like, I just want a salad. This for the salad in the fridge. I know, but like, yeah. you know what I mean, metaphorically. Yeah. Like, no one's asking the deep-rooted questions and everyone's happy going, I'm just going to follow the leader. And this is why there are a few leaders and, a few, like, a lot of followers, mm. right? Because it's fucking hard And I can sit here and go, I wouldn't be who I am today unless I've invested all the money I invested. And I know it's a shitty answer and one that people don't want to hear. Yeah. But you can fucking rarely do it by yourself. Yeah. I mean... That's the truth. You know, again, like, we hate to admit it, but you do. Like, you have to invest in yourself. And it's not even the money aspect for me. It's the more so the fact that, like, you are making an energetic commitment to yourself of, like, I'm going all in. On whatever the fuck this is, this course, this we coach. We see this so sim- differently, right? Like, 
and that that yeah that's how I see it right and and then holding yourself accountable to that but I just really want to kind of just elaborate on something I feel like you have something else you want to say but like as you were saying that all I was really sort of receiving through was the fact that like are you making a decision based on fear or love because our society right now is thriving on fucking fear like fear has been so ingrained in our society. I mean, this has been a thing for ages, but it's been ramped up in the last few years. Yeah. And the more that we can on an individual level work to operate on a, on a, from a space and a heart space of love, like making every decision that you make come from a space of love, the energy of love, the better the fucking world is going to be. So I really want to add that in. See, I see it so differently. Like, fear is an indicator of, holy fuck, I have a limiting belief. Mm. Right? Yeah. So, like, how can I dismantle that and jump into it? Like, I have a fear. Like, let's sign with a coach. Like, let's just say that right now is a fear. Like, it's mm-hmm. actually a fear in my life. I'm about to sign with a coach, right? And I'm like, fuck, this is a big investment. We've got to do the things. Fuck, we're going to, we're going to show up. We're mm-hmm. going to hold ourselves to a new level. We're going to be the leader. We're going to do all the scary things, right, Gabrielle? Yes, okay, well, that's scary. Cool, that's showing me my pain point. Mm -hmm. That's showing me where I'm either following, not being self-led, but I'm letting something else that's a projection be fiery, fiery, (laughs) being fiery instead of fiery, right? Mm. Um, So it's like, for me, it would be like, okay, by me doing this, it's I'm holding myself to a bigger standard. I have to be an expression. Like you kind of said, it's the full energetic yes, but I actually just see it, the money aspect of it. The investment in the money is like, it's going to be circulated back. Yeah. Mm. Everything happens for a reason, right? You just want to be in that person's energetics. Mm. Like they're holding themselves to a higher standard you want, right? Like I see that in the person I want to sign with, like they are showing up in a way that I don't. Yeah. Right. And then I'm going to lead on their faith to build that and trust that and say hell yes to myself and do everything I can in my embodiment practices, in how I show up, in how I speak to learn to embody that aspect that I'm craving. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And this really comes back to what we said at the very beginning about how like you are the, and we've said it on other episodes, you are the culmination of the five people you spend the most time with. Don't think that that means just your friends and family right like gabby and i have um rubbed shoulders with as many people that we can that are expanders for us because that's ultimately anyone you're going to work with is an expander which is really referring to someone who expands that's a terrible description you guys know someone else that helps you grow and evolve and see things through a different perspective like the three of us together all see life so differently including storm Mm -hmm. right and we're all together for a reason, like, only because we definitely need different perceptions of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But we are, we're, but we are also each other's expanders in different ways. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you have to connect with people in some way that will allow you to uh, see how life can be, I feel, is, is the best way to put it. Yeah, and I think constantly I talk to people this about the time is 
How many people don't actually understand what a trigger is and they're scrolling mm. Facebook and Instagram going, oh my God, this person has what I want. Triggered, you're triggered, you're triggered. Then you unfollow that person. Mm-hmm. Then you follow them back. Then you unfollow them and then you follow them back and then like work with them. Yeah. Like if you actually dream about doing this, if you dream about being this, if you dream about, go find someone who's going to make you that. Mm. who's going to support you in that, who's going to give you the tools and the beliefs you need and help you work through any limiting belief because you're literally going, holy fuck, that person made this life possible. By being in their energy, they're going to give you the tools, tips and tricks. They're also, as a coach, meant to love you, Mm. right? Not because they have to, but because they want to and they're only accepting you in their vortex if they're happily to be a human being with you. And I think so much of the coaching industry is a bit corrupt on the being human. Like, we're fucking human. We make Make mistakes. But, like, yeah, yeah, find support. Yeah, absolutely. I hate to admit it, but you really can't do it on your own. I got into this space... By working with people, by having support from friends and family, definitely. But I've had, yeah, support from you guys and coaches and stuff. So if you can't trust yourself, then it is because, um, you know, there's shadow, quote unquote, work aspects of yourself that you need to integrate. Um, And you're being triggered by something or someone and you need to work on that through meditation, journaling, integrating yourself connecting with your higher self spirit guides therapy like i'm an avid therapist person like i've spent the last 10 years in therapy like Mm -hmm. my therapist has been one of my greatest coaches like i still go like haven't been this month but like normally go at least once a month like you it doesn't matter what tool of convention you're going through if you're learning and expanding about yourself that's all that actually matters like Mm. it doesn't matter if it's Like, and I think so many people don't realize when we do the intuitive work, we're meant to deal with the emotional aspects and then the psychic aspects. Like we can't just bypass through past lives. Like I'm multidimensional. Like I'm triggered right now. Is it a past life or is it like, or my inner child? Mm. How about it's just because you want freedom and you feel completely restricted in your job or like there is, you can be triggered on multiple things. Yeah, no, it's so Sorry, true. I could rant, but I know. seven days. <laughs> um, well, I think that we'll wrap that up there. Cool. What's um, before you go? What's happening in your world right now? Anything you'd like to mention? Um, nothing's really happening in this realm. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things are happening in sacred ritual realm. Um, personally, not for things that are happening that mm-hmm. could be in your world. Lots of things are growing and changing. Um, yeah, we're about three or four weeks off launch of Sacred Ritual, which is my cacao company, which is really exciting. So if you do want to follow that on Insta and buy some Sacred Cacao and come to ceremony with me, mm. um, it's Sacred Ritual Cacao on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm about to launch all my business offers. So like business channeling and business readings so if that's something you want to do you can check that out but that's not done yet but it will be by the time this is out 
Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Well, this is going out pretty well straight away. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. So that's, that's <laughs> um, yes, amazing. Cool. Yes, I will put the link below because I write the show notes. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll put the link below for um, Gabby's Kakao Company. So we're very excited for Ritual to be <laughs> we're, just up, we're just really excited for Unlimited Yeah, cacao. we just want Unlimited Kakao because I drink a lot. Uh, <laughs> so that's amazing. I'm really looking forward to that. For me personally, just my readings and stuff and as always, but very exciting, guys. I do have a new group mentorship that I've just launched called Ascension Mastery. And I have created this mentorship basically to help you build your spiritual practices, to build that level of self-love, to feel that connection to spirit, to spirit guides, to your higher self, to do the shadow work, um, to integrate your shadow, to befriend your ego. Basically, honestly, everything we just spoke about mm-hmm. in this ep- this episode, actually, ironically, um, which was another plan. So I will put the link below for that so you can have a little bit of read through. <laughs> but if you have any questions, you can send me a message on Instagram. We're going to start on the 8th of August. So it's time for that. Mm, I love that. Cool. Jumping, guys. Yeah, it's going to be epic. It's a group mentorship, fortnightly calls video modules just fucking it's gonna just get in my energy basically (laughs) all right guys we'll catch you next week bye guys